This is a special episode of Marketing Home, Marketing You. So for one, it's a bonus episode. You get two in one week. And yes, we are continuing our conversation on outreach marketing. But before we do that, I thought it would be fun to do something from time to time. Uh, Behind the scenes conversation between Lauren and myself. Kind of a check-in, a best friend, business partner check-in for those of you that are interested in that side of our business. So we recorded just a conversation we were having, talking through current challenges, what we're working on, and that sort of thing. And we'll do that from time to time. So you can listen into that conversation first, or if you want to skip ahead, you can jump to all things what to say when you're outreach marketing. I hope you enjoy this bonus episode. Welcome to the Marketing Home, Marketing You podcast, a show for busy multifamily and real estate professionals that want to kick butt in their careers without sacrificing their lives or their sanity. Week after week, Barbara Savona of Sprout Marketing brings you quality conversations with industry leaders, mini marketing workshops, and step-by-step guides on everything marketing, business, and career growth. So grab a cup of coffee and get ready for some outside-the-box ideas from the girl that lives inside the shipping container box. So I thought it would be fun if we pressed record on our behind the scenes conversations. Are you scared? I'm terrified. <laughs> you know how I do with unscripted things. <laughs> but I think it'll be fun for people to kind of hear how you and I converse about what's like happening. So let's just talk to each other and let it roll. Okay. So where do you want to start? <laughs> okay. So I think you want me to start with what I've been working on? Yes. Okay, so I have really been working on staying focused on the big three. When we went to Michael Hyatt's, like, I know that you and I talked a lot about how when we focus on the big three, we see so much in our business align. I struggled, though, with that in 2019. Like, I would do it, and I would be very consistent, and then all of a sudden, something else would come up that would feel like it was more important, and I would veer away from my big three, and then, like, weeks later I could see wow that was such a mistake. Yes, I I think like when we we go through that Okay, so the annual priorities to me is where that's so helpful because if we lay that out, we go back and look at that, our big threes roll into that. So it so for me, I'm really focusing on where are our team leads. How are they looking with their teams? Is that still all cohesive? And that that's kind of the day-to-day that will end up, the consistency ends up, we're all on the same path. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so how, where do you find whenever it doesn't work? Like, what's going on with that? It's definitely a distraction thing. Like like you said, something kind of comes out of left field and we decide, oh, we got to fix that or put out that fire. And then the most important things tend to get ignored. And I feel good because I think that the biggest thing when we ended 2019, we were saying that we want to really simplify. I mean, even this podcast, part of it was we we do a lot of education. We ha- we've never had a shortage of content, but yeah. it was like one channel where everything could kind of come and like, I don't know, start from and then be pulled out of. Right. I think that's something I do. Honestly, I'm working on a lot is taking the content that we have and figuring out a way to get it to our members in the easiest possible route and giving them the resources to be able to put it to use. I love that. I also have been working in line with that on, um, I heard Gary Keller with Keller Williams. He wrote The One Thing, you know, that book that I'm always telling you about. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you ever read it? Oh, oh, no, because you already <laughs> told me about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
No, but he said something like, he said, try to win the day by noon. And that to me went in line with the big three that when I come in, I've got my startup ritual. And what I've been doing now for a little while is I am at the end of the day listing out my big three for the next day. So I look in Asana, which is our, you know, our project management, look there, and then I put it in there and then I start the day like that. And my goal is if I can knock it out by noon, everything after that is gravy for me. Yes, I think that's like that's the best strategy. And I, I know both of us personally had capacity goals, so a lot of time barriers in there. And I find that's been helpful too so far because it's like this is the cutoff time. It forces you to have that mental space and it forces you, like you said, to put the big thing first. Yep, I love it. The other thing I think that I would share that I'm working on too in alignment with that is trying to create like templates and processes for things that we do a lot. So we talk about like automation and batching all the time, but where I mess up sometimes is in the moment, I'm like, I'll just fix this really quick and then I'll show somebody how to do it later and I'm forcing myself to stop and do it in the moment. Big difference. And I I like too, we were talking about using our loom to when we're doing something and it's something somebody else on the team needs to know is recording it right then and there. Yeah, that's really good. So, is that good? This announcement is for our Sprout multifamily members. Good news, guys. This outreach mini training series that we're doing on the podcast, we have all the resources inside of the membership. So when you go to your homepage, you're going to find this three-part series and more with all the resources to make your outreach marketing a breeze. So I'm excited for y'all to check it out. If you're not a Sprout member and you're interested in learning more, I encourage you to check out our shop at shopmarketinghome.com. What in the world do you say when you go outreach marketing? That is the dilemma that a lot of people are faced with, and that's exactly what we're gonna cover on this part of the episode, Marketing Home, Marketing You. So are you ready? Let's get started. So what you're gonna say will hugely depend on where you're going. You have to understand your target market, but regardless, here's the deal. Your delivery, your sincerity, your tone of voice, all of that, including your facial expressions, it's gonna set the mood for your visit. A lot of people don't like outreach marketing, so the reason that they don't is because they don't like the results that they get. Here's how they approach it. They walk into a business and they're like, um, hi, can I leave some flyers on your counter? Already, they're not feeling they're confident about going in and they show it. And of course, you know, many owners will feel sorry for them or just be polite and say, sure, absolutely, leave them right there. And then minutes after they're gone, they end up in the trash. Ugh, so discouraging, right? But if you have confidence, if you have fun, if you have a smile, you keep that eye contact, and you have a warm and approachable demeanor, it's gonna set you up for a much better visit. You want a great intro, a quick elevator pitch that's ready to go, right? Nothing is worse than you walk in and you have like zero to say, and listen, that has happened to me. You bring a lot of value, and when you walk in, that's exactly what you have to think. When you go in there, think about this more than just dropping off goodies. This is really about making a quality visit that leaves this opportunity for you to follow up. It's the start of a relationship and every relationship has to have a start. So what do we say? 
Well, I wanna give you guys a few little tips and then at the end, I'm gonna share a pro tip that's been really successful when I've done outreach marketing. And I also wanna say recently, I just did a big blitz for a community, a luxury community. I like to do that from time to time. So these tips that I'm sharing, these what to say, this is definitely tried and true. So these work. And these are very specific examples of what we say to specific businesses. They're just altered just a little bit to match the business. And here are a handful of my favorites. Okay, so these what to say are specific for my multifamily community that are doing outreach marketing. So what do I say when I go into a university? Well, typically I would ask for the housing director or coordinator, and then I'd introduce myself by saying, hi, I'm Barbara, I'm with Sprout Apartments, and I wanted to talk to you about the housing that we offer that is really close to campus. In fact, I timed it this morning on my way here, and we're about two minutes away uh, from your specific campus, and we'd love to share information with your students. I know it would be a great benefit living close to campus, less times that they're tardy, probably higher attendance. I'd love to ask you, what is the best way for us to share that information with your students? Do y'all ever host events or fairs, or is there a way for you to share that information? One of the things that I'll share as a side note, by adding a little something specific, like two minutes away from campus, it becomes a little more memorable. And again, then adding that the students would be uh, have less chances of being absent or tardy, it brings in a what's in it for them. Okay, so what do I say at medical offices? Again, introduce yourself uh, and just say, I just wanted to come by and introduce our community. We brought some goodies for you and for your employees in the lounge area. And we really wanna be a part of your community. We realize what value you bring. So we're offering a preferred employer discount, especially for the medical employees of Name That Business. Uh, but the best part is, is that we know that you already have a really stressful job and we do offer a luxury living or maybe a stress-free experience at our community. We'd love for you and any of the others to come by and visit. In fact, we can set up a specific time to give you a tour and to show you how awesome our community is. So other things that you can mention there is what is the best way to share current information with the employees? Again, sometimes they might have an email newsletter. Now, think about when you're walking into medical offices exactly who you're talking to. Um, think about how medical employees typically also need to live close to work, especially like on-call employees. So you might even want to drop that in, how far you're located, um, how quickly somebody can get there, even in traffic. So all those extra nuances give you an extra edge. Now, what about banks? Again, introduce yourself, your community. We wanted to come by just to introduce ourselves. We're always looking for cross-promotion opportunities, and we'd love to share information about your bank with our residents. Uh, if you're also willing to share your information with, uh, or our information with your employees, and maybe even in the waiting room for your clients, who's the best person for me to talk to about that? Now, if they say that they can't let us leave anything in the waiting area, let them know it's okay. And maybe just ask, well, can I still leave this? I'd still love to leave this. You guys are our neighbors. And can I still leave this for your employees and for you to enjoy these goodies? Now, something else that a community could ask is you could ask them, you know, if we ever hosted an event on financial planning for our residents, would you all be interested in sharing some of that information and help educate our residents and then hopefully attract business to your bank as well? So cross-promotion, a great way to do that. That one works really well, again, with insurance agencies also. Now, what about if you're just going to a school? 
you could introduce yourself and you could say, you know, many of the students and parents from your school live at our community. So we wanted to come by and introduce ourselves and just bring some goodies for you and the staff. You can also ask if there's ever an opportunity for the community to sponsor a PTA event or anything else like that. If you do offer a preferred employee discount, again, ask about that. Ask if you can um, share that information in a newsletter or in a staff newsletter, or if you can bring in you know, specific flyers and they can share it in the teacher's cubbies. For government services, I like to think through going to different offices and literally just thanking them. We wanted to come by. We want to thank you for everything that you do for our neighborhood. We brought y'all some goodies, and we just wanted to share this with your department. And because we value you so much, we also offer a specific discount just for you. Now, if you're going into fire or police, you can also ask if you ever hosted a crime prevention or a fire safety event, if they would be willing to come out. This is big for a lot of departments. They like to have community involvement, especially, um, you know, this is something that they might want to do uh, throughout the year. Okay, so those are just a few ideas on what to say. For my realtor friends, again, you can always change this up, always offer value, go in, introduce yourself, say, you know, that you're, uh, you work in this neighborhood, you're, what you try to do is connect people to the right home or help, you know, help sellers find their, find their perfect buyer so that they can reach their goals and you just wanted to introduce yourself. So however you decide to tackle that, you can tailor it. Just remember the principles. Keep it brief, be friendly, take a personal interest, and then also look for presenting something that's going to be memorable, kind of that hook. And also think about what's the call to action that you want them to take after, right? So what marketing flyer are you leaving behind? Are you leaving your social media presence? What are you trying to get them to do? So those are just a few tips on what to say. Now, a lot of times we go in with the best of intentions and we hit some roadblocks. So what do we do? when there's a no soliciting sign and somebody maybe, you know, you see that as you're walking in, does that mean you need to turn around? Well, sometimes you can just acknowledge the objection first to help you get the upper hand. You can say, hi, I'm from Sprout Apartments. I'm Barbara. I see you have a no soliciting sign, but we're not soliciting. We just wanted to stop by and say hello. We're in the neighborhood and we brought some goodies for you and your team to enjoy. So at that point, you may not want to bring up your specials or you might not want to bring up your specific sales offer. You might just want to do it as an introduction. Same thing if you're a realtor. You know, I just wanted to come by, introduce myself and just bring you some goodies. And I work in this area. All my information is here. Now, if somebody says they're way too busy to visit, you can absolutely acknowledge that. Say, I completely understand. I'm glad business is going so well. Is there a better time for us to come back where we could actually set up an appointment? We'd love to share some information about our community or about our services. And in the meantime, we just want to leave you some goodies on us. And all of the uh, all the flyer here has all of our information, so feel free to reach out. We'll chat later. We can send an email follow-up if I can grab your business card. Super simple. Now, if somebody is just simply not interested and they're just not having it, we meet those grumpsters. This is why goodies are a must because who can turn down sweets? So just saying, you know what? I don't want to take a lot of your time. I just want to leave you some information and definitely some goodies. And I think you'll like both. So leave it at that. Sometimes you're going to find that gatekeeper that just does not want you to get to the person that you want to talk to. And just remember, it's their job. So again, hi, I'm Barbara from Sprout. 
apartments and I wanted to talk to somebody about some cross promotion opportunities. You know, many of our residents look for us uh, for local business recommendations. So we'd love to chat about maybe having a future event or just discuss some opportunities that can benefit both of our companies. Sometimes that gatekeeper has to present value to their boss before they say, oh yeah, that's worth their time. So just bring the value up super, super early. So now you know what to say, you know how to overcome the objections that you might face, the common ones. So let's get started with that, see how that goes. Make sure to take great notes, um, document everything that you're doing. You wanna write down the name of the business, what day you went out, who did you talk to? What's their title? Could you grab a business card? Um, make sure that you get an address, an email if possible, a phone number, and then write down some notes. If you went into a bank and they said, you know, I talked to Esther, she was one of the tellers. She said that she would display the flyers for customers and also share with employees. She seemed to perk up when I talked about our preferred employer specials. Come back when we have a new special. So make yourself some notes so that you can start building that route and then know exactly what you're gonna say the next time you're there. And just like that, you've set yourself up for a really successful visit. You've got your elevator pitch. The biggest thing that I can say though is make it your own. I can give you guys all these tips, but it's you, it's your personality that's gonna get you in the door. And as long as you're prepared with your kind of your little like quick pitch message, don't take it personally. There's gonna be those people that are gonna be rude, but again, that's okay. Like you're there to just bring some goodies, spread some awareness, share the knowledge, and then you're gonna have those people that say, oh my gosh, thank you so much. In doing outreach marketing, visiting hundreds and hundreds of businesses, I found more nice people than I find meanies. So um, if that gives you any kind of encouragement, the results are there. So give it a shot, let me know how it goes. And next time we're gonna talk about what you would do on a follow-up visit and how to plan a blitz if you're just getting started. So stay tuned for our next episode and thanks for tuning in for Marketing Home, Marketing You. All right guys, I promised a pro tip. I know a lot of you get nervous about outreach marketing and I want you to think about yourself a little bit different. I don't want you to think of yourself as a salesperson. I want you to think about yourself as an influencer. Now you might be laughing because you're like, I'm not a blogger. I'm not one of these girls on Instagram. But the reality is, right, holding influence is just basically that you have the ability to influence somebody's decision. Now, if you're in property management, you represent a huge buying potential. You know what it is? Basically, two, 300 residents have chosen your community, so they've already given you a vote of confidence. And by bringing that to a business, you're not just outreach marketing. You're not soliciting. You're not selling anything. You're not asking for a favor. You're bringing a huge value. So you might be thinking, okay, well, how do I actually present that? So here's how you can say something to this effect. I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about our community. We're located at such and such. We have 230 residents, and I know that you have many clients. I'd like to see about partnering up for a relationship that's beneficial for both of us. I know you could benefit from our residents, and we could benefit from your clientele. Is that something you'd like to talk about? So you see, when we walk in and we ask, can I leave some flyers, that totally changes the dynamics. We're asking for a favor. When we walk in and we're telling them, hey, Here's this whole market that I bring to the table, so to speak, that you already, like I said, you already have their stamp of approval. That's valuable for a business. So I want you to think about that 
you are the influencer. And for my real estate friends, it's the same thing. You guys are in the know. Y'all are constantly talking to people. You're the movers and shakers. So when you walk in with that level of, hey, I can bring a lot of value. Now, I'm not saying to be overly confident or you know arrogant, but just don't undervalue what you're doing. That's my pro tip. And make sure that you're bringing that to the forefront of businesses because, again, that's a lot, a lot of value that they would have to pay a lot of money to maybe get in front of that same audience. So think about it. Today's episode is sponsored by the Sprout Marketing Daily Dose membership. You can sign up at apartmentmarketingtoday.com using code MHMY85 for an extra $15 off of membership. That is apartmentmarketingtoday.com.